0: TheYeshiva.net yeshiva.net. This maimer is in Lukuta Torah Ba'midbar. You see, Daf Ches Amud Beiz, Ches column 2, or page 15, the second column. It opens up with a posik from Hoshea Perig Beiz, the end of Hoshea Perig Beiz, chapter 2 of Isaiah, which really concludes the Haftorah of Parshas Ba'midbar. That is why it's on the Kutu Toida Bamidbar, because it's the final pasuk of the Haftoida, the Parshas Bamidbar. And as you know, many also say it every morning during Hanachas Tefillin, when they put on Tefillin. Not everybody here knows about this, but, uh, <laughs> but this is uh, the, it's beautiful, beautiful psukim from the end of Chapter 2 of Hosea. And uh, as we shall see, the theme is also connected to Shavuos. And the Balatanya said this maimer in the year Tovkuf Nun Ches. Tovkuf Nun Ches would be eighteen. I'm sorry, seventeen ninety-eight. And he said it at the chasana of his son. He had three sons. His oldest son was named Reb Dov Ber, who succeeded him as the second rebbe in Chabad, known as the Mittler Rebbe. He had a second son whose name was Reb Chaim Avraham, and he had a third son, his youngest son, whose name was Reb Moshe. At the chasen of Reb Moshra, he said this, Mimer. the Pasik begins, Hashem. means, I will betroth you. We have the concept of erusin, which means betrothal, kiddushin, marriage, the official legality of marriage is called erusin. So I will betroth you forever. I will marry you for eternity. I will betroth you with justice, with law, with kindness, with compassion. I will betroth you with faith, via datas and you'll know Hashem, and that's the end of the Psuk. So he touches here. You'll see why this was said at a chasana. First of all, the Posik begins with the concept of Airisin, of Kiddushin, of Betrothal. But the theme here is the theme of marriage, which is also the theme of shvuas. As the Gemara, the Mishnah says, the Gemara in Maseches Tanya says, "Yoyim chasun nasi." It's a matan Torah. The matan Torah really represents a chasana, a kedushin, a betrothal. So he starts with "Inekneses Yisrael, Mokher Koln Shamis Yisrael, Nikras Kala Alshem Aposek Kolse Nafshi Kamesh Kasevel Ishek Chukaseh." Kneses Yisrael. And when he says right away, what do I mean by Knesset Yisrael? Knesset Yisrael, we don't just mean a minion of Jews, a gathering of Jews. Knesset Yisrael really means the source where all Neshama Yisrael come from. It would be like the mother, the womb, the source, the root of all Neshama Yisrael. It's called Knesset Yisrael because that's the place where all the souls are gathered, where they converge. They're really one. So when you say Knesset Yisrael, you're not talking about Kalal Yisrael or Am Yisrael. You're taking here the Jewish nation and you're tracing back the Kalal Yisrael as a collective entity where all the souls converge into one. That's called Knessus Yisrael. The source of all Neshamas Yisrael. That source is called Kala. They're called Kala. Why Kala? The pasuk says in Tehillim, Kolsa Nafshi Tehillim My soul yearns. veGam <laughs> Kol Kolsa Nafshi. Kolsa means my heart, my soul goes out. Sigate <laughs> With a yearning, with a with the pining, with a desire, the pasuk says in Bereishis, "Val Chukaseh. He tells Chava, "Your craving will be to your husband." That's why it's called a kala. Kala represents a yearning, and not just a yearning. It's a, it's a very deep, profound yearning where, you, like, you melt away in the yearning. It's a very deep form of yearning. Trukasech, your desire will be to your husband. What's the connection? Why is Knesset all given this name? Because the chukka, the chukasech, your husband, your chukas to your husband, Chuka is desire, craving. Her chuka, her desire is to connect to her source, to have dvekas, to be one, to cleave to her source, which is the life of life, the life of all life. There's life, but the life of life, that's her source close and nefesh by the soul going out. Come as the Postal says, also al al v'al-tishket don't be quiet. Dami is quiet. Don't be quiet. Don't be silent. Don't be restful. So on one level, it means David HaMelech is like, God, show up, protest the evil of the world. Don't be quiet in the presence of heinous crimes. In Nistar, in, 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 in the world of spirituality, Elikim is speaking about to the P'china of Elikim, and every person, don't be quiet of your yearning. Never stop yearning to connect to your true depth. Never give up, as we would say today, never give up on your yearnings, never give up on your dreams. Don't repress your trukas. Don't kill your desires. Don't destroy your desires. You know, some communities or some, the, some families have a chush to kill people's desires, to kill people's chukas, to snuff out people's dreams. The Pasuk says, <laughs> Don't silence your true desires, your true yearnings. In many ways, in order to eliminate negative desires, some people think the best way is just to kill all desire. When you kill all desire, you won't have any negative desires. But for that matter, if you want to do that, you could just kill the person. And then you won't have any problems, right? That's one of the, I told somebody once, the best solution you have in Chinuch is just kill everybody and then everybody will behave. They'll go straight to Elom You want them to live. So why do you want them to live half dead? You want them to live live? So you have to discover what your real desire is. That's what you have to discover. But you don't destroy the chukal, ishech tshukasech, that is, what makes the soul tick. So the lobotomy is not the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Klaal Yisrael talk to itself? It's David HaMelech speaking, it seems like, to the Midas Aleikim in each person. Yeah, in Knesset Yisrael, yeah. This is Klaal, V'cheim B'pratis. This is Knesset Yisrael. V'cheim B'pratis. Now let's speak individually. What do we mean individually? Every person. Knesset Yisrael is the way you are part of one collective entity part of a Kalal, part of a Knesset, because it's the mucker of all the Yisrael. It's like the mother's womb where the whole family comes from, so to speak. But now we go by Pratias. Neshamas vechad in the souls, that's why it's now in the plural. It's not it's, it's Neshamas, because it's different souls, because it's the way each soul comes into every person, of every Jew. He makes it, the Pesach says in Mishlei, Neir Elohim Nishmas Adam, Chayfuz kolhadrei Betem. Shleimah Melech says... <laughs> mm-hmm. The soul of the human being is a lamp of God, is a flame of Hashem. <laughs> What's Pshat? <laughs> the comparison of shloima melach between a neshama, a soul, and a neir is not stam coincidental. What's the comparison to a nair? That a neighbor, like we learned many times, has the nature, the flame. Has the nature to always ascend. It never ever relaxes. It always yearns to ascend upwards. It's dancing, it's swaying. It looks like it's trying to kiss heaven and to depart from the wick. Like a shalhevis, like a flame that goes up on its own. So every soul is a neir meaning it's always yearning to have dvekis with hasha. It's always craving, it's trying to lick heaven, to dance, to sway, to kiss the divine, to touch the divine its own nature, its soul goes out to want to have this Dveikas. Ah, but now the Possek continues. Of course, he's now going to give a metaphoric, symbolic interpretation of that famous Possek El Ishech Your craving will be to your husband, Vuhu Bach, and he will rule over you. So, what does this mean spiritually? Chava <laughs> yearns for Adam, Knesset Israel yearns. For tvekas with Hashem, he will rule over you, as the Mishnah says, "Bal That you have to live. Mitzad the isha herself, all she wants is the soul wants to melt away and become part of the husband. <coughs> become part of the husband. The real quintessential. This is not. Uh, this is not uh, PC material here. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not true. It's true. It's <laughs> Usually true, right? What happened was, men abused their authority for many generations, for thousands of years. So finally, feminism emerged and said, "Shite, we don't need them. We don't need our husbands anymore. As one famous feminist said, Women need men like fish need bicycles. OK. So they created a generation of women who feel we're independent people. The Women in New York Times, Maureen Dowd, wrote a book called, "Are men necessary?": it's a best-selling book. Are men Very good Are men necessary? Well, we all know the answer, right? You can ask your You can ask your mother-in-law if you're necessary. <laughs> So, but let's say in a world where there is real trust, in other words, the husband knows how to be a real husband. The husband knows how to be a real husband. So the nature of Isheikh Chukasich is that a woman wants to be able to trust her husband and wants to be able, so to speak, to, be, to melt away and embraced in the confident embrace of her husband. Spiritually, what does this mean? That the neshama, the neshama, by its nature, it wants to just melt away in klois ha-nefesh. But v'hu the job of the husband is to say, no, you have to remain independent of me. You have to remain distinct of me. Bal karchoch You cannot melt away in dveikos and ain saif. You're forced to live. The Passock in Yecheskel says, is So you hear what the husband has to, the real husband, what he has to convince his wife? <laughs> you are, huh? That you are. You have to be separate. You have to have your boundaries. You have to have your ometzias. This is deep stuff. Is but for this, you have to have a real marriage. Because usually it's like fakert. It's like you swallow me up. Who are you? I'm my own person. Get out of my life. This is a whole different Mahalach. This is a Neshama that really trusts. So, Balkar you have to go back. Yecheskel says the Chayas is always Ratzay and Shayv. Ratzay means running. Ratzay, like Ratz, or the word Ratzay, you want, and Shayv means retreat. You have to come back. There's Ratzay and Shayv. the heartbeat. There's the contraction and the expansion. One is the Pkhin of Ratzay, and one is the p'chin of Shoiv. You run and you retreat. Later, And therefore, even here below, after it comes into the body, this is all we're talking Lamayla. This is the main Avoy the Sodom. The main meaning of Avoy the Sodom is to be able to cultivate this pre-existing nature in the soul. Again, he's paraphrasing here from Tillin. Here he literally paraphrases it: "Nichsef of a gamkolsa nafshay that his soul should yearn and should go out mamish a lovey zbarach to him." This is ikir saadam to be able to help people to discover within themselves the nichsef of a gamkolsa nafshay to a to godliness. This is how he defines ikir avoida People should be able to have a passionate, emotional, intimate relationship with God. In this concept of anefesh, of Kol Sanafshi, there are two completely separate Inyanan, And these are the two brides that the Gemara discusses. The second Perik of Masachtik Suvas you remember the Gemara? How do you dance in front of a kala? Yeah? What do you say? Of course, there's a debate, the Kala, even a simple thing like dancing in front of a kala, it's also not so posh. Why? Depends how you define what a kala is. kala. B'Shamay says, Kala Every Kala, you have to dance in front of the Kala kamay according to who she is, meaning, you have to extol her by her individual virtues. Every Kala has her milas, her beautiful qualities. no, there's a generic text for everybody. Kala nova chasudah. She's no, she's gorgeous, she's beautiful, and she's chasudah, she's gracious, she's full of khas. So the whole makloik is there. We once learned a mime in the Shah Hashidim on this Ketamrach Lufna Akala. Also said at a chasana, grandchild's wedding in the Shah Hashidim. So there's some similarities here. So over there, so what does Shammai tell Be'isilam? What if, I mean, what if she's not non-chasuda? What if she's a tzatzka? What if she's not chasuda? What if she's not Miss uh, Miss uh, Gracious America? What if she's not? Yeah, not everybody is. Uh, and what if Geras or Suma? She's lame, she's blind. You find something else. A oh, okay. That's what Bishil answers. So Tayyid says you're not let lie. So B's-Hilal says, like you said, somebody goes to buy a cloak from the marketplace and you look at it and you think it's as ugly as the devil, but they think it's beautiful. She so can tell them it's beautiful, or she can tell them it's horrible. You say it's beautiful, they can't return it das has to be mixed with people, so the so it's a machlokes like everything. allah is like Basil, kala nova chasuda. That's why in the song kaitz of they deleted das be'shama. Kaitz of merakton l'fnei kala kala nova chasuda. That's what the Gemara says. Okay, but the nigan I think the Gemara came before the nigan. No, I'll cop on him. Fuchida you read the Gemara, it's a machloikas bashama basil. The way he phrases it is already a limud, there's already a Shia. Shneipchin is kala shahuskruba Not stam, he means it's two types of kala. Now you have to learn a Machloikas, It's not they're arguing what to say to a kala. They're talking about two different kala's. Not stam. He's talking about one kala, he's talking about another kala. There's a kala kama and there's a kala nava khasud. It's two kala's. So when you say that the tafkid mm-hmm. of a neshama, the main avoid is kloysa nefesh, nichsevigam kol senafshi, you have to define what it is. There's two types of kalas. nekala achas, one kal is kalanavachasudah, that's Basil's kal. Alzen nema kol Hashem. On this kalah, the Apostolic says in Tehillim, my soul yearns to the courtyards of Hashem. Kol senafshi l'chatshiz beis Hashem. A base kala kamoishah he the kala the way she is afila chigerus isuma even if she's lame or blind spiritually al zememar and this is the second half of the pasuk libi ufsardi Al alkelchay. There's a pasuk in Tehillim. Now you have to remember the whole pasuk because that's the theme here. Kol sanav shilechatrus beis Hashem libi ufsardi iranenu alkelcha literally. My soul yearns to the courtyards of the house of the Lord, of Hashem. My heart and my flesh dance to the living God. So the Baalatanya Taicha Taiches, that the two parts of the Pasik are describing two kalas. There's the Kol Sanaf Shilachat says Beis Hashem is one kala, that's Beis kala. That kala is always beautiful and gracious. Kala Nova Chasud. But then there's kala Kamay Shahi. Kala the way she is. Kala kemoy shehiz, afilu chigeres, afilu summa. here you say, libi of iran You can't say kol sanaf l'chatsuz beis Hashem. It's a different part of the passage. What's the explanation in this? Here starts a long beard. He now goes off the subject and he's going to come back. in the explanation in this is, in In Kabbalah, Letters are called stones. Oasis are called stones with which you build. You need rocks to build edifices. You need letters to build sentences, paragraphs, book speeches. Combinations of letters are called homes and courtyards. Two rocks build two homes. Three rocks, build 12 homes. Four rocks, build 24 homes. And then he goes and goes and goes and he says, you're not going to be able to continue counting. What he means is, you have letters. What's the difference between a brilliant article and a lousy article? What's the difference between an extraordinary book and a foolish book that belongs in the garbage. What's the difference? They both they both use the same alphabet. But the way the letters are put together, it's always about the tziruf, The brilliant orator, the extraordinary writer takes the letters, but ah the way he constructs a phrase, a sentence, a paragraph, you could kiss it. The choice of words. The order of words, the build up. It's not the letters, it's always the same letters. Mozart and your six year old have the same piano, the same eighty eight keys. One person sits down the right? That's already, That's already a professional. <laughs> That's Mozart, yeah. yeah then, <ortun timer> and uh, and then you have somebody else sits down, the same keys, same keys. Right, same finger, same keys, but it's magical. It's heavenly. It's ecstasy. How does it sound? Hashem is here. Hashem is there. Is Okay. Right, we'll have to brush up on that. What about? Okay. So, right. That's an example in notes, of, of, of musical notes. But here we're talking about oisius, same concept. It's always about the tziruv. It's what you do with it. You can have two architects, two contractors. They have the same materials, same space. One person takes the space, takes the materials, but the combinations are completely different. So the Sefi Yitzir says oisius are avonim. That's how you have to look. Now this is, a very, this is an important idea. People sometimes ask how do you prepare a presentation? How do you prepare a speech? You don't prepare a speech, you're putting up a building. You're building, you're an architect, you're a contractor. Don't you're making a speech. How do you put up a building? You're putting up a building, that's what you're doing. It's letters, it doesn't have the same and it's less expensive. First of all, the end in mind always. And structure. <laughs> structure. People get up to speak. Uh, uh, I don't know why they asked me to speak. You ever hear that? Mm-hmm. Or after all the speakers, I have nothing to say. So don't say it. But suddenly, 45 minutes later, he still has what to say. Yeah. Imagine you come to your architect and you say, uh, <laughs> I don't have what to say. Really? So why are you doing it? So he's telling us here that, every letter is a rock. You don't waste a rock. What are you doing with the rock? Where is it going? How is it being put together with another rock? And what are you creating? Specifically, this AVE series says two rocks built two homes, meaning olive bays could be AV or Ba. They're both homes. AV is a home, a father. Ba means he came, also a home. Three letters already built uh, six homes, right? Three letters built, huh? I believe six. Three letters built six homes. Once you already have four letters, Four letters, I think, is 24, and five is already 120. And then once you go, once you go <laughs> a few letters after that, you're already building uh, a crazy amount of homes. One times two times two right, times four right. So. right, right, right. Famous story with the chess game, you know, he has yeah, yeah, to be rewarded uh, double, double, double. A piece of rice. Yes, a piece of rice. So, Oisius Arbatim. <laughs> but now he goes, he takes this metaphor deeper. There's two types of homes. There's batim and there's chatzedas. Both have to be built, courtyards and homes. One is open roofs, one is closed roofs. But he says we don't have to understand that oisius are the mohus of ideas is doimim. It's inanimate. It's it's silent. What do we mean? On one hand, Oisiyas convey the message, but they don't necessarily convey the message. You remember when you learned Mishnah Balpa? Everybody knows Ashray by heart. Do they know what it means? You can have all the ISIS, but you don't have anything. You can learn things by heart. You have the Oisiyas, but you don't understand. You can hear the letters, you can hear the words, but you don't necessarily get the life of it. So there's the Oisiyas, and then there's what the ISIS convey, the energy of the Oisiyas. The Mohus seichel is the idea. The oisis are the letters you're using. You could read a Gemara, you could read a Tosfos. You have all the letters. You read it right, but you don't get it because the Oysis themselves are like diamond. They're like inanimate matter, just like a rock. That's why they're called rocks. Avonim are essentially diamond. A house needs somebody to live in the house. The Avonim need a Chiyus. The fact that there are so many divisions of worlds, literally without number, myriads and myriads of levels distinct from each other. The Pasuk says in Shia Shirim, Allah is a misbar. So Chazal mispar." He doesn't even finish it. The same is true when you speak about personalities, angels. Souls of tzaddikim. Nobody is alike. Everybody's mind is different. Everybody's emotions are different. Nobody's ever alike. <laughs> it all comes from different combinations of letters. All the worlds come from dvar Hashem, from Hashem's words. But how the letters combine, everything is different. And because there are infinite types of combinations, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Beis, Gimel, Aleph, Olive right. Gimel bays, etc. There are infinite types of combinations and the way you configure the letters. That's why there are endless types of worlds and creatures and souls and everything is different. And the oisis themselves, the essence of the source from which they come out, are called the doimim, silence. Hine. So again, okay, so what do we have until now? Everything is Dvar Hashem. But what type of Dvar Hashem? That depends on the tziruf of the letters. That's the explanation. It says, The world was created through ten utterances. But When you look at Barshas Bereshas, you have ten things that were created, but there's so many more details. How were they created? You have light. You have water. You have the heavens. You have the sun and the moon and the stars, the galaxies. You have mammals and fish. But you have, what about an evan? What about a rock? Where is that in Asarama Amaris? You don't have an evan in Asarama Maris. It's also created. The answer is, these Asaram Amaris are ten general utterances. But each one of these letters goes through Tsirufim. It goes through different, each word goes through different combinations. So the very same energy is then divided and subdivided and sub subdivided into creating all of reality, even in its ladder, all, all the all, in all of its pratam, in all of its details, in all of its nuances. So everything comes from Isis. The question is only the tsiruf of the Isis, the combination. And the difference between one and another is always the tsiruf, it's the combination of letters. What you would call today the DNA of existence, so to speak, digital letters—it's all different letters. The question is only the combination of letters. You said, where is the stone? Heaven's not mentioned. It's written. It's carved into stone. What's carved into stone? No, no. I'm saying in the ten utterances of creation, there's no mention of stone. Oh. So when was stone created? I'm just giving an example. Uh, so how does he answer that question? I don't understand. When was stone created? So, so the answer is that all the, the, all the oysis of the Asad of Amaris, yeah, go through substitutes and siruf. You can have the same word, but a different combination. is the same energy, but it's in a different combination, so something else but comes out. just not mentioned, in terms of the There's a reason I mean, it's not like, mentioned, because these are general energies, and then it comes through this... And there's Gematria, and there's Chilufim, and there's Timuris, where letters get substituted with each other. Even when you go back to the source of everything, all the Dvar Hashem, all the energy, you go back to the source in the world of is the iu Vigar Mo'yichat, which he and his Midas are one. Everything over there is godliness. And the light of the Saif is undefined, it's abstract. It's divested from any definition, and from any, from any measurement, and from any boundary, any border, nonetheless because the is a source for all the worlds that come out from Atzillus, In Atsilis you have in potential, all the koiches, all the faculties, and all the hamshaches, that from there could come out the whole division of all the worlds. Yes, in Atzillus, it's still, still all elakos, divine energy, but over there, it's ultimately the mucker for everything else. So you have there in potential all the different koyches and amshachas are going to come out. Take the letters of your speech when they're still in your intelligence before you spoke them. They're there, but they're not there. but payel. they're there bekoyach. Ule gabe of and the gabe ain't safe itself in atzilus. Which transcends all the worlds. Even in that state, they're called Isis. Over there, also, they're called Isis. Why? Because they're like doymim. They're the lowest level of Asi. That's why we say in Davening from Tehillim, You made everything with Chachma. So literally it means you made everything with wisdom, but he teaches, Shafi'l l'b'chinnis <speaking in> ha'madregis <Hebrew> chachma nech'sheves l'b'chinnis ha'si'a gashm setzle yisvabach. What we call chachma, you still call a sisa. Even chachma is considered like physical action. It's called a sisa. Why? It's already called avanim. It's called oisius. Even though it's really chachma. Or ma'ashinikra <speaking> b'chinnis ha'lekuz. <Hebrew> I. it's called godliness. Ha'inoshem b'chinnis ha'lekuz it's called godliness because it's infinity that is not yet limited in a vessel. You still can't compare it to the Ein Soif itself. The oasis would be like a ray that comes from the essence of Ein Soif. Soif. Like the ray of the sun, which comes from the sun. So in that sense, it reflects the sun. But how do you compare the ray of the sun to the ball of the sun itself? You can't. You can't compare it. So on one hand, we say, everything in Atsilas is elokus, but it's like ziv ha-shemesh from the shemesh, the ray of the sun, it's not be'erich to the ein saif ba'atzman. Like in a marshal of a person speaking. You can't compare the faculty of the speech to the essence of the idea. Al Khaza nonetheless, array of the idea comes out in the words. And there's no way somebody else can understand your wisdom if it doesn't go through your voice and your speech. What is for you only words becomes the source of the very idea for your friend. So you understand what happens here. What for you is only dibur, for him is the whole seichal. That's his only access to the seichal. So the lowest level of the highest becomes the highest level of the lowest. And the highest level of the lowest is really the lowest level of the highest. And then then... That highest level of the lowest, which is the lowest level of the highest, has to go to its lowest level, which becomes the highest level of the next Madraga. Ha- so this is a mash. The Ha'ara of Atmos Saint Soif. Atmos is the essence of the Ain Saif. It's ray, like the ray of the sun. That's what isis are. It comes out through ISIS. What do we mean? These are all the sources for the Hamshachah, for the flow of the chiyus from the light of infinity to be enclosed and to give the Chiyas of all the worlds highest and lowest the oasis in the highest world, which is the lowest level, it's like the doymim, the lifeless, like the rocks in our world, which are lifeless, they're inferior to man, they're inferior to animals, they're inferior to produce, doymim is the lowest level. So the oasis, which are the lowest level, in the next world, the lower world, that is the lead, that is the head, that is the seichel, that is the of medaber. What's the difference between doymim and medaber? Doimim is lifeless, inorganic material, like rocks, minerals, stones, etc. Tzimeyech, there's already growth, there's the world of botany, there's chios. Chai, there's consciousness, there's emotion. Medaber, there's already reason, curiosity, inquisitiveness, human intelligence. But what happens is when I speak, my words become your seichal. So the doimim in one world becomes the medaber in the next world. So he says that's a marshal that in the ain Seif, there's the ISIS, which represents how the chius comes out as the ray of the sun, which becomes the source of chius for the next world. And what's ISIS in the higher world becomes the rosh, the higher level, the highest level, the seichel of the next world. But the parallel between man and God is not so exact. Because by the Roman Shalom, his domain is the osios. So the, his aura comes out, so to speak, through osios. But by us, like he says, when we speak to our friend our actually comes out through Debor. That's ISIS. Oh, you're saying Oisius and Debor is the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Debor is made up of ISIS, yeah. Words are made up of Oisius, so it's exactly the same. Belachei nikrib chin esmokr b'sheirasham shachas achiyaz That's why the source, with all the is coming out, is called chatseris, courtyards. Shederich sham oivar is v'ashpa sh'mashbil in Evraim. In halacha, what's a chatser? Chatzah is always the passageway. You want to go from your house outwards, you go through the Chatzah. That's the path through which Hashem's chiyus goes to the created beings. But generally, there's two types of flows. One is the flow that comes out to the external worlds, called the outer courtyard. One is the flow that comes out to the external worlds, called the outer courtyard. These are the letters of Torah and Philah and the souls of Tzadikim. Vinikroim Chatsapnimis Noichach Bay Samalek and the Megillah you have Chatzrachitsoina, Human Bala Khatzarachsoina and Chatzarach Pnimis Noikh Bay Samalak. Soon we're gonna deal with the house, but there's two types of courtyards there's the inner chamber, the inner courtyard, and the outer courtyard. Chatzrachsoin there's more access, these are the two flows of the ISIS, one is Chitsain, Yislam is the external worlds, one is Prima as the inner world You typhus a little bit, it's, uh, huh? Huh? <laughs> you have to. We have to sensitize ourselves to uh, this type of language. It's, uh, it's a, a different vocabulary. We're a year in, it's still. Not. It's a different vocabulary, you know. It's not a regular. Uh, it's not a regular vocabulary. He speaks azoy with a this with, with a flow. When a person is teaching, let's say you have a Rav, he's teaching. I'm talking about a person who really understands. He doesn't start, a, <laughs> you have a teaching, he's teacher a teacher so he looks up the art school a few minutes before. No, a person who really is masters what he's teaching. So the idea is clear <laughs> by him. It's clear. He comes to the audience with an idea, but they don't have access to the idea. The only access they have is to letters, to words. That's where he has to build his home. He has to build idea. He starts speaking. He finishes. And he gets this uh, look. You know, the look on people's eyes like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Can't you spend your time talking about other things? What are you talking about? That, uh, what's the word? Uh, a dazed look. A like a, uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that he said anything wrong, it's just like So what has to happen now? He has to find new Isis it's called, right? You had in Yiddish you say ISIS. <laughs> you have to look for new new letters, new words to convey the idea. Maybe a marshal, an illustration, maybe a story, maybe more explanations, maybe all of it together. Where were all these words before? Where were all these words? Where were all these illustrations? Where were all these parables and metaphors? Where were they? They weren't there before. The student brought it out. The student brought it out, right? He says, let me give you a marshal. Let me give you a marshal. I was once learning chsiddahs by Rabbi Yael khan So he's somewhat of a mufshat. He's somewhat abstract. So there was a sitting there, let's uh, guy like to crack jokes. So he once tells us, he was well, doing a mime. So he's so the Malatanya says, uh, Somebody who's mushkin, tivus, or somebody who's submerged in the tivus of this world. This book says, Some marshal, some marshal, give a marshal. <laughs> a marshal. So give a marshal. So he puts, uh, this is the days of smoking. So he puts his head on this, lights up uh, a lark, a lark starts thinking mm-hmm. uh, chocolate <laughs> chocolate he's into chocolate Sh- <laughs> that itself was a sheer he found a marshal for somebody who's submerged in typeber salaaha chocolate right okay chocolate yeah chocolate he likes chocolates? <laughs> That's a mushka, that would, is it? mushka, a guy who oh, submerged. He, he was looking for a marshal. Uh, he's that. He's uh, he's not my nervous, <laughs> <mushka. Huh? laughs> <laughs> We are. We are. We are all these metaphors of the teacher. We are. We are all the illustrations. We are all the. We are all the explanations. Yeah, you'll have a You'll have right. Let's explain this more. The didn't understand. Let's explain it more. A good teacher doesn't lose his patience. If you're a Kabdan, you can't teach. If you lose your patience fast, you can't teach. You may, be a, you may belong in a laboratory, but you can't teach people. You have to repeat. You have to explain more. Where were all these explanations? They were all there. But they were not necessary. Why were they not necessary? Because the idea was clear. Right, the idea was clear. We learned the other day, we just came off, uh, we just landed from dealing with the international dateline. Yeah. You have a person, you say the international dateline, he knows exactly what it is. His whole life he, he works with it. You have other people, you have to bring a globe, and you have to start traveling. Say so you're in your shalim, and you come in, you come there, right? You have to go through the, the whole day and see how it happens. Ah, I got it. You know, they understand the reality only through the illustrations. For the person who has it clear, we are all the mashalim, we are all the hezbadim, we are all the letters. They're there, they're inside the idea, but they're not conspicuous. They're not revealed. They're there in a state of B'koyach, in a state of potential. It's not like the teacher invented these concepts when the students didn't understand them. The concepts and the Hezbedim were there, but they were swallowed up, they were submerged in the idea itself. The idea doesn't need all these Hezbedim. The Hezbedim are only... There to explain it to somebody else who doesn't get the core of it. So all the isis are there, but they're there in a the state of bakaya. Take a look at the sun. Yeah. The light that we have here coming in through the window is a ray. Let's call it a light wave. Lights are waves, particles also, but let's talk about the wave. Does the light wave exist in the solar core? or not. It only exists once it comes into our atmosphere. Of course it exists in the solar core. If it exists outside of the solar core, for sure it exists in the solar core. But you're not going to find it in the solar core. Why? Because it's completely submerged there. It doesn't have a separate tfisas makam. It doesn't occupy its own space. In the solar core, it's completely submerged and insignificant. Once it leaves the solar core, and it reaches our planet. Ooh, it becomes like Ansem Yuchas. Ha Meir Laorets. Veladorim Barachamim. We talk about the Eir Hashemesh. It's not Poshits. We make a Bracha once in 28 years. Oisem Isa We appreciate this light very much. It lets us survive. It lets us live. But it wasn't created outside, it was there inside. So Oisius, yeah, Legabe, the higher Bchina. Legabe, their source, it's all there. But it's like the Ziv HaShemesh, the ray of the sun. In its source, it's all there B'Koyach, in a state of potentiality. But the only way the lower world, let's call the student, could receive the idea, it's only through the Oasis. I, I can't get light from the sun itself. You go to the sun itself, you're not going to have light. You're going to be dead. You'll be burnt up. We need the little light that comes from the solar core. And that light gives us an appreciation of the sun. So now... For this teacher, what is for him, the tofel the for the Talmud, becomes the source of the whole idea. What is for him, the lowest level of communication. For the other person, that's how he gets it. That's his only access to the seicham. Now in the mushal, you have to understand, it's not, it's not completely accurate. Why? Because in the mushal, the student exists. The teacher exists. He's just trying to convey an idea. So he conveys an idea through ISIS, through letters. But what happens if the student would be created through the ISIS? What happens if the ISIS would not only convey an idea, they were creating the idea? So what type of world would it look like? You understand, in the nimshal, you have to understand, you're not just dealing with an entity, and you're communicating information to the entity. The information you're communicating is creating the entity that you're communicating. It's a whole different experience. The isis here are not just you're trying to communicate to somebody in a lower level. The isis are the source of their existence. So what type of existence do they experience themselves as? Lower level, by definition. That is what they become. They become that khina. The isis are the source of their very existence. So their highest level of consciousness, of identity is the lowest level of the higher p'china. Not just the student exists independent of the teacher. He he doesn't understand the shi'a. It's not that the shi'a creates his metziahs. But what if the shi'a would create his metziahs? What if ideas would create reality? What if every idea of yours would create a reality? What would that reality look like? Huh? Like a computer, yeah? Like a computer program. But if that program had real life, like some computers, yeah? Maybe one day, I don't know. So then it's a whole different Indian. So that what is the lowest, what is doymim in the highest level becomes the medaber in the lowest. That's what he says, that shaloi nasa seicha l'chavele. His dibur becomes a seicha. So the first source, when we speak about the einsoif, the marshal for this would be einsoif b'chvaydeh b'atzma is alakos. The oasis are also alakos because they're all submerged in the einsoif just like the light wave in the solar core. But he says it's completely not be'erich. We call it elikus because it's not nishtamsim and nigbol be'pchinis keili, meaning the ISIS are still in its source. It's not like the ray of the sun was communicated in a vessel and contained and defined and limited. It wasn't defined and limited. <laughs> but it's like the light wave in the solar core. The light wave in the solar core is part of the solar core. Of course, it's part of the solar core. It's part of ein soif but you're still going to call it the oisius and atzillus. The, st- the state of potentiality for the energy that's going to be communicated to the worlds. The town tal- that when the teacher has to dig, he has to stop and say, wait, let me think. What is he trying to come up with? Explain it to his students. He knows that a certain part of his mind he's not going to be communicating. It's not for the oilom. Maybe one day. He goes to that place where he can find the potentiality for a type of information that could be communicated to them. In him, it's all one. There's no distinctiveness. It's all one. It's all one picture. It's not like, okay, here is the part that belongs to the Talmud, here is the part that belongs to the Rav. Mm-hmm. It's all one. But he has to find within himself those states that potentially could be communicated. Those states, even in their source, are called already Avonim. They're called isis They're called daimon Ain't safe. Not because they're not a Likos. They are a Likos. It's all part of the teacher. It's not, they're not misconstrued yet. But legabe, the source, that's already the potential of that which could be translated into the consciousness of the universe. Now there's infinite universes, but each one comes from ISIS. So you have Chatzir apnimis, you have Chatzir but it all starts with the ISIS that are there Bikoyach and Olam and then get communicated, darga after darga, and in each world, the highest p'china of that world is really the lowest p'china of the previous world. And then the lowest p'china of the next world, right? The lowest p'china of the next world becomes the highest p'china of the next world. That's how it works. Or the Lashnah, as we're going to see, the malchus of one world becomes the keser of the next world. The lowest level of consciousness of one state becomes the highest experience of consciousness of the next state. And it has to be that way, because the only way this world can experience its highest level of consciousness is from the lowest level of consciousness of that state. And so the isis evolve throughout the world's what do they represent even in the source? The mucker of the chius that is available to ultimately become malubush, to constitute the consciousness of the student. Remember, this is not the information of the student, it's the very entity of the student. The very identity. Imagine if your sheer wouldn't give people information, it would create people's minds. What type of minds would they look like? Now, this is a little abstract. Imagine you would speak, and you were creating the minds while you were speaking. It's a pretty big achrayas. It's a pretty big achrayas. If your words were not giving people information, they were creating, they were creating the recipients of the information. This is cutting-edge computer uh, coding artificial here. Intelligence huh? Artificial, intelligence. artificial yeah, intelligence. Yeah, yeah. You're creating the it. The lowest things, are OCS Right. The computer will create a new yes. intelligence. Yes, yes. The ISIS of the computer create the new intelligence. The cells are made up of ISIS, so to speak. The DNA ISIS. They make up the cell. So imagine if the, if your information now is not words, the information is becoming an entity, a living entity. But that entity is nothing but the information. What does that information look like? What is it? And what's the relationship between that which is being created from that which is being created? That's the relationship of how you have to understand all the worlds, all the nevrayim, to their ultimate source in the Insight, as he will continue to explain. Okay, so let's summarize what we learned last time. The collective, the collective body of the Jewish people that we call Knesset Yisrael are called Kala. That's the title of Knesset Israel. We're called the Kala, the bride. Not only because there's a marriage, but the word Kala comes from the word, why is a Kala called a Kala? One of the reasons is because Kol Sanafsha which means there's a yearning, my soul goes out, it pines, it aspires. You're craving, you're pining, your yearning is to your husband. It's true about Knesset Yisrael and it's true about every soul. Neir Hashem nishmasada, The soul by its very nature yearns, it aspires. And the flame never ever relaxes. It never ceases to yearn and grow and try to kiss the heaven and sway and dance. It never remains in one space. And he says, therefore, it's called a Neir Hashem because the teva of the soul is, it wants dvekas, it wants intimacy, it wants meaning, it wants purpose. And that cannot be extinguished. It's a flame that can't be extinguished in the sense... You cannot find a soul that does not have a yearning. That does not seek meaning. Which is why the need for meaning, the need for purpose, is inherent to the neshama. It's not like you can have a person that on some level doesn't need it. It may be repressed, it may be subconscious, it may be not felt. But every single soul yearns for meaning. A meaningless life ultimately is a deep deprivation for the soul. And the symptoms come out. When you're hungry, when you're grouchy, you're depressed, the symptoms come out when there's no meaning. Ultimately the soul becomes tired and exhausted because it loses its oxygen. Meaning for the soul is what oxygen is to the body. You can't live without oxygen. You take away meaning from a person's life and you obliterated their soul's oxygen. Not only that, he says, the search for meaning is so deep that it wants to melt. It wants complete intimacy with truth. El chukasech, But, He tells the soul, atachai You can't have complete intimacy. You have to be separate. You have to be somewhat detached. You have to be independent. Naturally, the soul wants to melt away in the bosom of her husband. The kala wants to melt away in the bosom of her groom and just fly away together in an endless oneness. But Hashem tells the kala, No, you have to go down. But even after it goes down, He says, into a body, the main avoid of a person is to cultivate and find that aspiration, that yearning, that oneness. But here you have to understand that there's two types of kalas. There's two types of kloisana fishes. There's Beis Hillel's kala and there's Beis Shammai's kala. It's two separate kalas. They're not just arguing what you say to the kala, they're talking about two kalas, two brides. There's the kala that we speak about and we say, kala kamois shahi. That's one kala. Kala kamois shahi, you speak about the kala as is as is, and as Shammai says, that means any kala, afilu chigeris, afilu summa. Now remember, this is uh, Goinus, how he develops this. Even lame, even blind, that's the kala, which is why Shammai had such a difficulty with saying kala nova chasuda. What if she's not? Not everybody is everything. Not everybody is nova chasuda. He says, what if she's chigeris? Or what if she's lame? What if she's blind? I mean, He's going to speak about it spiritually, but physically it means, what if she's not no? How do you lie? Don't lie. Kala Find her virtues. Every person has virtues. Every person has redeeming qualities. I told you once that my anecdote. There was a bachar. He went out for a shidduch. Comes home. The Kala goes over to the Shatcha. She says, Your mom is a filthy liar. She whispers. The shatcha says, What's the problem? Kala whispers, You said he was tall. He's short. You said he was slim. He's fat and obese. <laughs> You said he was smart. The guy is dumb. He's a moron. I don't understand you. Shatkin says you don't have to whisper. He's deaf too. <laughs> <laughs> so Be- Be says you have to find. You have to find the virtues. Don't lie. Don't lie. Kala kamoishy. Every kala as is whoever she is. Sport talk about it. Sometimes she's chigaris or suma. What does Beis say? No, Kala Every Kala is beautiful. Every Kala is gracious. Allah is like Beis But it's two Kala's. It's two brides. So Balatanya sees in this Gemara two paradigms of Avoidah. Not Stam. Kate said, Lifna Kala is not a question on a chasana. It's a question every life. Every person's life. How do you dance in front of the Kala? How do you bring out the Kala in the Jew? How do you bring out the kala, the klois ha-nefesh of an Hashem? For this, there's two completely different kalas. So in the other Maimah we learned in Sheh Hashem, if you remember, Ketur Merak, Lifne HaKala, there he discussed that the Machlaikas was, two approaches to avoid Hashem. One approach to avoid Hashem is, Bishamai says, you got to be clean before you get into a relationship. You have to be completely clean completely toxicity-free, sur meira say You have to clean up the mess in the house before you bring in beautiful furniture. There's no relationship without it. Kala every person has to be judged according to who they are, and according to how much you work on refining yourself, that's how much you'll be able to experience the Ur Hashem, the light of Hashem. Besilal says, no way, kala nova the right away you have to bring out the beauty of the kala, the graciousness of the kala. Start with Asaytaiv even before Someira. Today there's a debate in the world of therapy, it's an interesting debate. You have a person who's addicted to <coughs> destructive habits, destructive behavior. One approach is. This is the approach in the 12-step program of recovery. If you don't become fully abstinent, if you don't completely disengage, and quit the habit, quit the addiction and break it, there's nothing to talk about. You're just going to fall back into the same cycle, the same vicious cycle of lies, deception and addiction, whatever the addiction is, and uh, you have to break it and stop it. But very often, especially in one particular type of addiction known as SA, there's a tremendous disproportionate amount of relapses. people, again, they relapse and relapse and relapse, because it's very, very powerful. All addictions are powerful, but this has a a special power. it's how God created people. It's a very special, very intense power. And uh, there's relapse and relapse and relapse. And sometimes there's a brutality here, which is often very helpful. You have to remain sober, and if not, there's nothing to talk about. And yet, to some situations, they have to be careful. Why? If somebody has a life to fight for, if they have a meaning in their life to fight for, so they have an incentive to be sober in order to fight for that life. If a person sees themselves as completely valueless, as completely insignificant, they have absolutely no meaning to their life. They don't have anything to fight for that should encourage them to fight over the addiction. So sometimes, if you don't give that to them, you're not helping them. You cannot focus on their rah. You can't focus on their rah because they have nothing to look forward to. Their whole life is worthless, it's meaningless. So, why shouldn't I have a relapse? For what? What am I fighting for? For my wife? For my children, for myself, for my soul, for my truth. They don't have any of it. They were taught in their mind that they're absolutely worthless. Their whole life is worthless. You have to give somebody a life, they should say, I want to fight for it. There's something good in me that I want to fight for. If there's nothing good in me, what am I fighting for? To preserve a shmata? To preserve a doormat? To preserve a dirty, filthy rag? Who needs to preserve it? Let, let it be. It's already messed up, so it'll be a little more messed up. The Gemara has an expression, somebody who ate garlic and he smells, he should eat more garlic and he smells. That's the Gemara's approach, but some people's approach for sure. You have a beautiful white shirt, yeah, and you eat chocolate ice cream, right? And the ice cream falls on the shirt, yeah? So you have you know, a big stain there and a big stain there. What's the approach? Is the approach okay? Let me get it more stain. The approach is, you have two stains, why should I get a third stain? Right? Many people's approaches: the shirt is dirty, who cares? The shirt is stained, a little more ice cream, a little less ice cream. So you smell already, you'll smell a little more. You already smell so badly that everybody hates you. So you'll smell a little more. So you understand. So Beishamah is really right in the perfect, in the, in the ideal world, of course Beishamah is right. There's no sur- In the real world, however, Beishelot says, you have to understand that sometimes people are so far that if you wait for Meirah, you're gonna wait forever. You need to start off with positivity. You need to start off with lichtkeit. You have to start off with Ur before you discuss Hashik. That's the Debalatanya says in the Kutata But this is a big machlaikas constantly with people. Do you have to demand that level or no? Start with Ur, and the more light he'll find, they'll say, you know what? There's something going on positive. That itself will help him be Daicha the Khajshach. This is the Machlikas with Hanukkah We spoke then the Machlikas with Hanukkah the same machlaikas, you start with eight, you start with one, it's the same machlikas. Here he discusses it a little differently. That there's two types of Kalas we'll soon see. There's two pchinnas of the Jewish people. There's the Kala of Bishamah, there's the Kala of, of There's the Kala Nova Chasuda, and there's the Kala Kamay Shehi In order to explain this In order to explain this, he started a whole shtickle, And it was a deep piece. I just want to summarize one nekuda. It's Kedayi Techazer over inside with Oisius Arab. It's very Bediuk here, every ois. But the nekuda is that the Sefer Yetzirah calls Oisius rocks. Every letter is seen as a stone. You bring stones together to build a structure, and you bring letters together to build sentences, paragraphs, Mm -hmm. chapters, Books, svarim. It's all Isis, ice by ice by ice. You built the world was built through Isis. Asarim amar, baasarim amar es nevra olim. Hashem shamayim nasso uveruach pif called svar dibur va'yomer alekim yehi or vahier. The world was built by with Isis, and he says the marshal of Isis is not just on a simple level. True, that Isis come together to build presentations, just like stones come together to build homes. And the art of the architect and the contractor is not which stones to use. That too. But the most important thing is how to combine things together. Right? The difference between a good speech and a great speech I don't want to say a horrible speech. Between a great speech and a yet a greater speech is not the alphabet. The same alphabet, same twenty two letters, Olive through tough or ABC, whatever language you're using. The combination. It's the configuration. The difference between eloquence, absolute eloquence, and poor presentation is the same alphabet, but you can't compare. And we know two people could say the same thing, but the way they say it is completely and absolutely different. One person inspires, the other person puts down. One person elevates, the other person crushes. They're saying the same message. But ultimately, the presentation is so critical and so vital because the Tzirufim make up all the difference. In fact, as the Balatanya says elsewhere, everything is oisius. It's only about Tzirufim. It's always about Tzirufim. Say so for says oyneg. we spoke about oyneg, nega, same letters, Oyneg is pleasure, nega is leprosy. It's just where you put the ayin, where you put your eye, where you put your perspective. My eye, my iron is on the right side, it's oineg. My iron, my iron as in ayin, an iron, and iron as an eye. My eye is on the left side, it's, it's nega. It's the same reality. It's just what I see, right? I look at one person, I could see, ah, you give me so much oineg, right? A father looks at a child and says, you give me so much pleasure. Another father looks at the same child and says, you cause me to become and feel like I'm a tsayr. Right, know what's the difference. Same child, just your eyes. What you see. What you see. Rebbe Rashab once said, "A is grub, zet grubkeit umetum. A is edel, zet edelkait umetum." Somebody who's brute and coarse, he sees it everywhere. Somebody who's refined, he sees refinement everywhere. Not because he's naive, because he. He sees it. He has glasses that see things that the other person won't see. He sees refinement. He sees potential. It's the same thing. We're looking at the same painting. We're looking at the same piece of art. But it's a different perspective. It's all about tsiruf. It's all about where you put the letter. It's all the same letters. In fact, that's the difference of taivan and Ra. Taivan Ra, it's all the same Tziruf. It's all the same Isis, but it's a question of Tziruf. It's always a question of combinations. That's why combining letters and reconfiguration, that's the art of life. The art of life is L'tsarev, To take oisies and to be able to move them around. Huh? Just to move them around. The same information, the same data, simply to move them around. <coughs> and we know in a person what makes the difference between a person and an animal. Yeah? Sometimes 99% of the DNA is identical, yeah? It's one ice, little one ice. You put here, you put there. Here you have a a chimpanzee and here you have have a human being. Here you have a frog, a salamandra and here you have uh, a chacham god. One serif. both Latoiv and l'motiv and all many, literally one little, one tiny, tiny sirif is off. So the whole world is basically ois. In addition to that he says, ois, avonim they're lifeless. They represent lifelessness. Oisius, legabi, the idea itself also represent diamond. What do we mean? The oisies convey the idea, but they're not synonymous with the idea. Vaharaya, you can hear the oisies, you can even learn it Bapa, you can learn Bapa, you don't understand the thing the person is saying. You can read an article, you can read an essay, you read the oisius, you have all the oisies, but you don't have it. If a person doesn't understand the idea In other words, the oisius on one hand convey the idea, but they're not the idea itself. They're channels for the idea. So Legabe, the mohus ha'seichel, he calls it doimim. He says, the whole diversity of all the worlds come from different oisius. Everything comes from the tzirufi oisius. Legabe, the mohus ha'seichel. it's all tzirufi oisius. Tzirufi oisius Bidvar Hashem Shamayim nasu. The oisius kevayochel that have the energy and Legabe, the source, the source of the Chiyos, the Natsilus, the source of the... It's called Isis it's called Avonim, because it's Doimim. Just like Doimim, you can't compare Doimim to Medaber. The level of life is so much more minute. Even though we know that Doimim, today we know that Doimim has a whole life. You look at a table, it's not as dead as it looks. You look at a cup, it's not as dead as it looks. You look at an iPhone, it's certainly not as dead as it looks unfortunately. And you look at a microphone or at a rock, it's not as dead. If you can have the right tools, if you have the microscopes that allow you to observe, you see that in this dead, inorganic matter there's a very dynamic and vibrant universe. But still, from the visible eye, you can't compare the visibility of life in the rock to the display of life in the tree, in the bush, in the plant, never mind in the animal, never mind in the human being where you see vibrancy, you see chios So the level of energy that comes through the are daimem lagabe, the energy in the source, which he calls here at Silas. And then he goes a step deeper and says that even in the source there's oisius. Just like we said in the teacher, who conveys the idea, he has all the oisius, but there... The oisius are submerged. They're not noticeable. The student needs the oisius, so the teacher has to say the oisius. You have a teacher, he's reading a piece of Gemara, a Mishnah, he learned the Gemara 900 times. Somebody once said he was arguing with Reb Moshe Feinstein on a Taz. So Rav Moshe said, I learned this Taz this morning for the 600th time. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Pshat and the Taz. I learned this Taz today for the 600th time. So he looks at, he looks at the Mishnah, he looks at the Gemara, he mastered it. He knows it. You can always go deeper and he goes deeper. For the student, suddenly he has to bring out all these new mishalim and illustrations. Where were they all? They were all in him. But they were not noticeable. They were submerged. Where in God is all the energy that is invested in the creation of the world? It's all in him. But it's completely submerged. It's completely bought. The like the light wave in the solar core. It's there. The light wave that we have this morning is in the solar core. But over there doesn't occupy any space, any separate space. It's completely submerged. In infinity, you have there also all the kayiches that come out in the world. For the student, the oisius emerge as something significant, as something separate, as something as something distinctive. So therefore, in the source of Hashem, Kevayach, of His kayich, in Olam Hatzilis, you have all the oisius. Just like you have all the oisius hadibor, when they're still in your chachmah. But lagabe ain't soif, these are called avonim, doimim. Kulam b'chachma asisa, even that which we call chachma, really lagabe him is like the p'china of, the p'china of, uh, the p'china of asiya. And the marshal that he gave for this was very powerful. A person is speaking, the words are inferior to the idea, in fact, even if he wouldn't say the words, the idea would be fully in him. The words are simply a reflection of the idea, and they don't even capture the full idea. Like a teacher, what he's saying in his sheer may be only 1% of what he knows about the subject. He's just giving over a glimmer, and yet for the student, those words become the source of the idea. His access to the very idea becomes the letters, the words of the teacher. In other words, what for the teacher is the lowest the lowest stage of evolution of the idea for the student it becomes the highest stage. The oisius of the teacher become the seichel of the student. And the oisius of the student which came from the seichel of the student which came from the oisius of the teacher they become the seichel for his student. And the oisius of that student which came from the seichel of that student which came from the oisius of the student which came from the lowest level of the teacher all that now becomes the source and the highest level for the next student. And as I said, this is a little abstract, and I'm not going to go into it again, but here it's only a marshal of communication of energy, of ideas. In the nimshal, it's not communication, it's creation. Imagine if the Rav wasn't giving information to the student, he was creating the student through his shir. Basically, the way he speaks to him, that actually creates him. The information that he's giving him is creating the mind that absorbs that information. How much can the Talmud then be typhus from the Rav? We have a situation, the Talmud has his own mind. Maybe one day he'll excel the Rav, he'll go beyond the Rav, because he has his own mind. But here imagine if the Rav's is they are creating the mind. They are creating the very mind. So what is for him the lowest state becomes the highest state of consciousness for for the for the student. So that's the idea. The same is true in the Chiyos al that the isis are in the source itself. Over there they're also called Avanim and Doimim. And then they continue and they flow down to all of the worlds. And he said that's why the source of the chiyus is called Chatseris, which means courtyards. Because through them the Chiyos goes through to the Nevrayim, but there's two Chatseris. There's Chatzar HaChitsoyna and there's Chatzar HaPnimis Noichich Beis HaMelech. The Oishis are the source of the Khius the way they are in Ein Soif, which ultimately will come out and become the source of life in all the worlds. And the lowest of the highest world becomes the highest in the lower world. And the highest in the lower world is really the lowest of the world above it. And then the lowest of that world becomes the highest of the next world. And so it goes. So Chatzeris is the passageway. Just like a chatzer we go into our house, or we go into the public domain. It's the passageway through which the Chiyus goes. One goes to the external worlds, one goes to the internal worlds. One is the Le lechitzin, and one is the Chatser This was his Akdam. Now let's go a little weiter. he says. Base. Vizel Kholsonafshi L Khatzris Bay We come back to the Capital of Tehill. My soul Perik Base, page sixty. My soul sixteen Bamidbar, Perik Base. This is the first count. What's Khatzris Bay Sasha? Not a Hashem, to his chhatzim. Nafshi Humakir Nusham Musisra. Whenever David speaks about my soul, it's not just my soul, me as an individual. David identified himself as with the mucker of Neshamah Yisrael, with the womb where all the neshamas converge, the womb where all the neshamas are one. That's Nafshi. David is called Ne'im miris Yisrael. He's the voice of the Jewish people. He's the violin, the harp that contains the symphony of Klal Yisrael. In each generation, in various generations, you have the person who's not just a manhig, not just a Talmud Chochem, not just a, a rov, not just a big Rosh Hashiva. He is rather the harp that captures the symphony of Knesset Yisro. That's a different definition. David is that person. Rabbi Huda HaLevi says in his famous poem that we read on Tisha B'Av, in sish'ali he says, "Ani I am a harp for your melodies." He speaks about himself. I am a harp for the melodies of Yerushalayim. The, it was then paraphrased uh, into Yerushalayim Shel yeah? uh, Ani, kinor. Rabbi Levi says his words. I am a harp for your melody. What does it mean? I am a harp. Means my identity is really the harp that plays out your sheer So David's nafshi, he says, nafshi is muccirnashemasisra. There's that person whose soul is the harp that contains, that captures, the symphony of Knessis Israel. Shehi Malchuz Knesset israel, <laughs> that's basically synonymous with what we call Malchus of Hatzilis, which is the lowest attribute of Hatzilis. And therefore, it becomes enclosed in the next worlds. It's called B'ri Yitzir The V'chef to tshukas eliz v'sha'r Her craving is to go back, Kala, to go back, to be one with her source. Asher Hashem. In Malchus, you have the chatzur Hashem. What do we mean chatzur es Hashem? Ham'shochas ha'chiyus me'orein tzayv baruchu ha'mam shuchum She craves, and she says, What's Chatzris Hashem? The courtyard of Hashem. What's the courtyard? The passageway. Malchus of Atzillus is the passageway where the chius comes through to ultimately be energy to all of the worlds and all of the souls and all of the angels and all of the universes and creatures in the lower worlds. So as long as the souls are in Malchus, they're there. Once they come down into the lower worlds, I want to go back to that to those of Malchus. Just like a person craves for the life of his soul. Like the Pasik says, Yeshayah says, My soul craves you at night. I'll we have a problem here. You don't say, My soul, I crave you at night. Either you say, "Nafshi or In English, you don't say, My soul, I crave you. My soul craves for you, or I crave for you. Here he says, Nafshi, my soul, I crave you, I want you. So the Balatanya Taich is based on the Zoyar. Different, different Psalm. Nafshi, you're my soul. Therefore, Therefore, I crave you. In other words, he doesn't see the divine as something separate from the person. He sees the divine as the essence of the soul. If it's the essence of the soul, just like you dying for your life to come back to you, you're dying for this relationship, dying in a sense, yearning for this relationship. A person hasn't eaten in a while, or hasn't had sleep, or or didn't drink. They're toy of lechayyinavsha. You want a little relief. You want oxygen. You want you want you want to be hydrated. You don't want to be dehydrated. You want to you want to uh, you want to quench your thirst. You want to get a few hours of sleep. Your toy person is never very sick. He's toy of lechayyinavsha. He yearns for the life of his soul. That's the same taiva we're talking about when you come down even further in Ezel, by avoiding Sa'ada, the Dove Kaboy is Baruch b'Dibur Eimach Shavus Eisi Satoravatfila, Shehem, Chazeres Hashem vaAmshachas al Kusmein in Seif in Avoid, it's the craving to connect to him through the words and thoughts of the letters of Torah and Davening, which they are all Chatzeris Hashem, the courtyards of Hashem, meaning they constitute the flow of energy of God. The that God, that divine energy goes through the Isis of Torah and Tfila, as he said before. This is the energy that goes to the Pnimiyas Ailamis. This is Chatzar Hapnimis, the inner Chatser. These are the Isis of Torah That's why they're called Chatzeris, because through them the energy comes out. But, but you have a courtyard and you have a house. A courtyard is made of stones, and a house is built of stones, but there's a difference. A house has a roof. A chatser is roofless. They're both structures built of avonim. One is roofed, one is not roofed. Spiritually, avonim represents oisius. The Chatzah represents the Oasis that create a courtyard without a roof. The Bayis represents also isis, but it creates a roof. There's a roof. What's the difference? There's two types of b'avay sasham. There's people who hang out in the courtyards, there's people who hang out in the homes. Yesh There's a person who's immersed in teire and tefillah. shabahem he focuses his mind primarily or exclusively, Levadim, to the oisius, to the letters, to the letters. Kigamzu derech This also was a correct path. Gamzu derech yeshara. K'meshakasav makamache. It's a backhand It's a backhand compliment. The oisius, a Jew who becomes ecstatic about the oisius of davening and tefillah. Hinei. So Derek is but you have to realize. It's so a fascinating here analysis. And you're going to see the different streams of how chesed is developed here. He doesn't say it that way, but if you could see, you'll see it in the words. What's captured by this Jew is his thoughts, but not his mind. His thoughts are completely engulfed in Kedusha, but not his mind. Why? Because he's overtaken by the oyses, and the oyses have holiness, and it's a derech his in shara. His emotions. Huh? His emotions. is emotions, But mele is emotions, but not through the mind, only the thoughts. There's different machshava, kivon she panoi, and therefore he has to know that his mind is still vacant. His mind has not been overtaken; has not been involved. So therefore, a lot of alien thoughts could make right, they could find easy passage into the mind. You're in the courtyard, you're sheltered, but if it starts raining, you're going to get wet. Why? There's no roof. What's the eitsa? He has to now take his das and seichel and go deep with his das to the meaning, the meaning of the words, till where his hand can reach, in other words, his utmost capacity, that's tefillah, now go to Torah, he has to take his mind and immerse it fully in Torah, whether it's on the level of pshat, remes, drush, soed, on all levels, vze nikre this is called Pnimi Yisar Here he means Pnimi. It's not in terms of Kabbalah, but Pnimi is in terms of not just the oasis of Taira. but what's inside the oasis, the light, the seichel inside the oisius, obchinezu The home is inside, not outside. It has a roof. The chatzor is chitzin. In chatzor itself you have two levels. There's chitzin Yisar and Pnimi Yisar Elymas. There's chatzara and chatzara pnimis. There's the chiyas that goes to the world, and there's the chiyas that goes through toira and tefillah. One is chatzar hachitsaina. Everything is oisius of Hashem. But over there, it's on a more external oisius. More external level of energy. Oisius at and are chatzar as beis Hashem, chatzar noichach beis ha-melech, chatzar Because it's the pnimius of the energy, but it's still a chatzar. And then there's the bayis. The bayis is protected. Zoya says Ayraisa is the home. It's the chamber of God where the king sits. What does he mean? What do we mean? That's when you understand the meaning in Torah. We have the chachma of Hashem, But here, there's also a few levels. Because Shemay even be pshat to Yatora. When you understand the pshat of Torah, v'gam piter shamilish but fillu you understand Parshat Hamilah. You take an English siddur, you know what it means. Pinay swav k'doishim, asam gvulech shalom chelav chitam yasbiyech. Baruch goyzer mekayim melechmol. Parshat piter Nikra nikre batim vehechalos d'asia these are the batim and of Olam HaAsiyah. When you understand Peter, Shamilis, and Torah on the level of remes, you went to Olam Yitzirah. you built a Abayas. When you go to Drush, you went to Olam HaBriah. When you go to Seid, you went to Olam HaTzilus. But it's homes, these are already homes, not Chatzeris. There's many different homes, but over there the king sits, it's not only a chatzer. it's not only a chatzer. it's a so he says, there's two paths in Avodah HaShem. And the first one is also a derech, Yishar. There was a derech where Jews would get inspired by Oysius Hatfilla. The letters, of, even if your Mamash don't understand anything, the letters of Tefillah have a Kedushah in them. The letters of Tefillah, either from Psukim or from Anshe Knesset HaKedoyla, they have in them divine energy. And if you say the letters and you focus, they are a source of inspiration. And you know... Today you don't see it so much. You still have it. But there were Yidin who lived like this for 60, 70 years. With at Satfila. <laughs> somehow they started <laughs> And they went on fire. There were a few principles. The phone, the cell phone has to be off. They have to be completely present. They're not looking at their watch, you know, in four minutes they have to be out. Of course, all prerequisite that to be fully present. But they were present. And they went on fire. They were dancing with God. Even a Jew didn't even understand all the Pira and there's something true. And there were Jews who learned like that. They would open up a Shtickle Gemara, open up a Mishnayis, and they would learn. This one understood more, this one understood less, but the Oisius became tremendously powerful. And this, he says, is a big derech. Why? Because the Oisius have in them hamshachas HaLakus. God is in the Oisius. The whole world comes from Isis, but here the Isis reveal godliness. The rest of the world, you have to dig, you have to excavate much more, you have to dig much more. But this is a very big derech. You know, in Karlin, how they daven in Karlin. You know, they scream, they holler, yeah. But the hollering was a mechanism to hear the words, like "Wake up! Do you hear what you're saying? You hear what you're saying." And he, it's, it's a very, very big Indian, but he says you have to look, you have to remember one thing. Your thoughts are being occupied, not your mind. It looks like your mind, but you're not your mind. because the difference between thoughts and seichel. Thoughts never stop. Your thoughts always have to be involved in something. If I'm thinking about letters, I'm thinking about letters. But if I don't understand it, so then ultimately my understanding remains vacant. My seichel remains vacant. So he says other things could fall in. Why can other things fall in? Because my seichel has not been taken. Engaged. Engaged. My machshava has been fully engaged. Because that's what I'm thinking about. When you're saying letters, and you're involved, and you're focusing, we're talking about a person who's focusing, your machshava is there. But your mind is not there. You didn't deal with your mind. On the contrary, you don't even look to deal with your mind. You may even feel that that's a compromise, that's a, that's going away from Gdusha. But as you know, Dr. Rebbe was very, uh, had a different shitta about it. He felt that if you want, a lakus should penetrate the person, you have to engage the mind. It has to become something that's internalized within the personality and the character of the person. So therefore, he says, you have to go from the Chatzah to the bias. Chatzah to the bias is not just enough that I get excited about the oasis. Even though it's a Derech ishara, and the reason he said it's a Tarek is because it's a very powerful thing. It's not, it's not a small thing, the first Avoid. It's a very big thing. That's why people have a lot of resistance to it. If it wouldn't be a big thing, there would be no resistance. It's a big Avoidah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a great avoid. But it's still a Chatz. Chatz, it means it's going to rain. Vos says it's going to rain. It means when you're screaming or you're hollering, you're dancing, You're. it looks like you're completely inspired, but you're not. The fire is not burning in you. The fire is burning in your thoughts, in your actions. But internally, you're not a remade person. How can you have thoughts if it's not in the mind? Compromised it. No, thoughts are in the mind, but you may not have understanding. Seichel. <laughs> right? <speaking> Am I there's something there and I'm thinking I have to think if I'm speaking I'm thinking but am I focusing on the message conveyed in the words and how it applies to me that's a different focus that's the concept of his that takes you from the chotzer into the bias that's why you'll have a person sometimes you'll have a fascinating concept the person will uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have this relationship with the ISIS, but somehow it's very hard for him to translate that ecstasy in the real world. Why? Because how do you bring it from that place to that place? If it's not internalized, I can't translate it to another person who's alien from it, or to an environment that's alien from it. So the next day, and therefore the part of me that's alien also doesn't get affected. The part of me that's alien doesn't get affected. You want to turn into your domain? Into like somebody which will be in my core, but not necessarily. In your core, yeah. So from the chutzr, it goes to the bias. And what's the bias? Here, the rain is not going to get in so easily. Of course, there could be leaks in the house, too. It's not saying there's no leaks in the house. But it means it's a mechanism where you're working with all the components of your mind. So therefore, it's transformative. It's not just. Uh, ascetic. It's not just you're escaping into a holy world. Thoughts, thoughts are machshavos. You can't experience an idea without machshava. We have no access. One of the, one of the, tools, for the, one of the tools of the seichel. Everything you is thoughts. Level, but mentality. thoughts don't represent your understanding. Thoughts are like... They, come, they keep on going. Huh? It's always projecting you. On the screen of your mind, there's always thoughts. It never stops. You know, in the hospital. Of course, always. always. Yeah, of course. Of course you can come from the seichal. When you have seichal, you have machshava. You have to have machshava. If not, I can't experience my seichal. But I can engage my machshava into something that I don't fully get. A person could do that. Right in in mindful work, you sometimes they have Arya Kaplan in his Jewish meditation. He has a big meditation on the Aleph. What do you do? You sit. You have to clear your mind, and you just have to focus on an Aleph. Some people could do this if they're trained for twenty minutes. Yeah, just and, and thoughts fly into you. I have to go here. I have to go there. I'm a crazy person. No, I'm normal. I'm becoming a meditator. I'm a Meshuggah. You know, that's what happens when you try doing this. I mean, good luck. And they don't stop, and that's also fine. You know, you don't fight machshavas. You have to gently just say, you know, I'm trying to do something, but the machshavas say, "Don't try. You're a loser. You always know you'll lose." Suddenly you became a meditator, verbista bechlan, whatever. All the good stuff come up. What do you think about the war? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That's the point. There's no point. You don't think anything. You just just Aleph. That's the point. The point is no point. You're not trying to make money. <laughs> That's what's hard about it, right? Come on, you've got you to gotta pay the bills. You, you lose it. You lose it. It's not a Jewish concept, right? That's why they think it's a Buddhist concept. Because how are you going to make money for meditation? Uh, what are you going to sell? What are you going to sell? Showing Sha'achas. Sha'achas the Aleph. Huh? <laughs> Very good. So when you, have, when you have... So what are you med- you're meditating on, on an Aleph, yeah? So your thoughts, you're trying to direct your thoughts onto that Aleph. So what's engaged? Your machshava is engaged. Not your seichel. Your machshava is engaged. It's a powerful tool, it's a powerful mechanism. The next step here, he's talking about the that's where you come from the chatzah to the bias. From the bias to the chatzah, from the chatza to the biases. is I'm not just saying it, I fully get it, I fully understand it. Now it's much harder for other thoughts to come in. If I'm just saying ISIS, right? So my relationship is still external. If I fully understand it and get it, like when somebody's learning a sugya and they're completely enmeshed in it, right, it's very hard for other thoughts to take them away from it. Because their seichel is already completely entrenched in it. So the rain is not going to get through so easily. It's going to be much harder for the rain to get through. In that itself, the question is what level of Pira shamilis is multi layered. There's davening in oelam ha'siya. There's davening in Olam. It's the same davening, the same text. What one person sees in the text, another person doesn't see in the text. What one person sees in a Rashi, another person doesn't see in Rashi. One person can learn the Gemara in Oilam HaSiyah, another person in a deeper level of HaSiyah, a deeper level, more, 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 and then you have a new world Yitzir, and you have a new world Bri, you have a new world Atzilus, etc. These are all different levels in the home. But the common denominator is that they're building a home, not a courtyard, because the Isis have a roof. Why do they have a roof? Because it's not just Isis of Machshava. It's Isis of Makhshaba that are containing Seych. <laughs> huh? This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.